Mr. CEO. Rob. Good evening. Good evening to you, Rob. Good evening to the listeners as well. It's been a while. It has been a while, eh? It's, it's, it's actually been disgustingly too long since uh, boxing was on the table on MSW. Yes. Yes. I think I remember Dambi being here 2016, the that, former board chairperson. That is a long time. Yes. In the same way we've sat <coughs> back and waited for, for boxing again to take center stage on our screens. Uh, I see that the national meeting with promoters in Hatfield, when does that happen today? Yesterday. Yesterday? Yes. Was it just a, a once-off, one-day event? No, no, no. Uh, this is actually a culture that we need to bring back and reinstate. Right. Uh, yeah, promoters are quite important to the business of boxing. Yeah. So if, even if you can have a good head office, if you are not strong at the level of promoters, boxing won't run. Because there was something that uh, captured when I went through the, the slide earlier on with these sanctioned events. And I'm thinking in 2015-2016, a total of 89 tournaments were sanctioned. Yes. Following year, 78. Following year, sorry, let me start off. 2015-2016, 89 tournaments sanctioned. Yes. Following year, 75 were sanctioned. Yes. The next year, it was 78 signaling an increase of three compared to the prior year yes so i don't know if that was seen as an achievement but let me go to 2018 2019 so we're only in february of 2019 mm -hmm. bsa has already sanctioned 45 tournaments as end of september 2018 yes okay i might not be higher grade maths but how does boxing south africa view these numbers of sanctioned bouts and tournaments uh, they tell a story at two levels. Yeah. Uh, the first one, quantitatively, you have activity happening. But you'll remember that at some point, the quality of the activity was an issue. Right. We used to have tournaments where past money was not paid, tournaments where past money was paid way too late. So there was a bit of a culture of non-compliance. And when we started tightening up the screws, mm. the numbers went down. And we were not worried about that because it's better to have small quality numbers compliant right. than to have big numbers which leaves blood on the floor. So right now you can tell that uh, the, the culture is coming back, it's picking up. But my worry about those numbers is that these are numbers that South Africans in their majority don't get to see and witness because not everybody makes it to that venue when the tournament happens. So that is the gap that worries me. What is the problem? Though? What is the problem with me being able to switch on. I mean, I, I remember days of blow by blow. King Con, what, what, what? All of those sponsors were lining up. Bull Brand, you name them, they were there. I can't switch on my television at any point and sit back and enjoy, on public broadcaster, for example, boxing and, and chew it and eat it and discuss it with my fellow friends that love boxing. What is the stumbling block? Uh, Rob, the, the, there are three scenarios. The first one, there's activity which is being done currently by the subscription-based broadcaster. Right. Okay. Which is good and commendable. There might be limitations here and there, you know, the number of promoters who, got, who get an opportunity for those dates. But it's one consistent thing that you can bank on. Mm -hmm. You know that when that advert goes out, you switch on the TV on the day, there's going to be boxing. The second one is uh, the space that's supposed to be uh, occupied by our public broadcaster. Very good boardroom discussions, mm -hmm. agreements, shake hands. National Boxing Broadcast Framework, six pillars. A beautiful document. Right. 
12 tournaments, one per month, live broadcast, da-da-da-da-da. When we go, only three of the 12 happens. What does it do? It takes away confidence of the viewer. Because this month end, when you switch on, it's happening. Next month, when you switch on, it's an old boxing tournament off. So that is where the problem is. There's no consistency. Yes. But is there money? There was a time when there was money. Is there oh. money now? The, the current indication is that there are money problems. But we, 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 we have the, solutions. On whose part? On, on, the, on the national broadcaster okay. side. But we have a solution. Sure. And we, we, there was a time when we had money, Rob. And if we were to look at how that money was spent... Come on, we could have done a lot with it. Was it, was it misappropriated? Uh, maybe misappropriate might suggest unethical. I think that we just were not creative enough on how to extend it. So, the, for example, the one promoter would come in and would get about 2.4 million. The next one would come in and get 250,000 rands. What it suggested was that Boxing South Africa didn't really stamp its authority as it was supposed to be because we are the regulator. Isn't that misappropriation already? You're already seeing a discrepancy, a massive one as well. Uh, it's, 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 it could be that or not. It could, again, be little knowledge of the product you are supposed to be adjudicating on. Or favoring a certain promoter. Probably. But you see, I, I can't prove that, so I don't want to really allege it. No, no, I'm just saying, because yes. I'm, I'm, I'm able to put the allegation forward because you haven't had a, a commission of inquiry, have you? Yeah, no, no, we, 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 we haven't had that in, in boxing. But I mean, if you look at the patents, they were just not speaking to people that understood what they were buying. Mm -hmm. And remember, the person who is buying is the, is the broadcaster. Uh, but our solution is this, Rob. It is better to have tournaments that happen and they get to be seen on TV, even if a promoter does not make money through broadcast rights, mm -hmm. than to have a promoter that does not, have does not make money and a boxer who goes there and fight his heart out and family friends can't even see it mm -hmm. so what we put to the fore as boxing south africa was that listen a public broadcaster even if you don't have money now mm -hmm. let's build a market let's give you a product for free over time as long as we have a long-term agreement that at a time when this thing becomes commercially viable we will still be in partnership so, so that that does is that the still stand problem. though does, does does that offer to the public broadcaster still stand that you'll give them the product for free uh, yes, we, we, we did say so. That, that is what mm. we put uh, across to them. We had a but has it been accepted? Uh, well, let, let me give context to it so that you sure. also understand it properly. No we have a three-a-side meeting. It's the National Department of Sport. It's communications. It's, um, it's, it's, it's communications at SABC. Mm -hmm. In that meeting, they, they, they indicate that we've got problems of money. That is why we are unable to be consistent. And we then said to them, listen, come to the boardroom with us let's sit and have an agreement mm -hmm. but let it be an agreement you want to honor because remember if we sit with sabc as books in south africa we make agreements mm -hmm. and we go and tell broadcasters that this is the agreement for the next five months there's not going to be boxing that sabc would have paid for right and then next week you pick up that actually solo was paid hmm. the boxing community turns back to me and say mr ceo you are one of the two things yeah either a crook and you are collaborating or you are just too stupid they are pulling a wool over your face mm. but either way we take a beating so while that offer in, in principle was made but there's a process to it that we want it to be honored because in the past there's been a pattern of agreements which are dishonored okay it's it's a noble thought sorry i'm, I'm allowing it to sink <laughs> in because um we, we, we need boxing back and it's a noble offer to say here's a product um the context that you've given 
you don't have to pay now, maybe later. If you do, wonderful. We'll, we'll meet again around the table. What about the person that enters the ring? Remember, we still have... I mean, we'll get into it mildly later, although it is a massive issue of the one million rand uh, that Dixie and company still haven't paid. Uh, we, we've dealt with that. But I'm saying now that whoever it is of the 89 tournaments or the 75 tournaments or the 78 tournaments that steps into the ring, how guaranteed are they of a purse in the end? At the moment, 100%. And that will be from the coffers of BSA. From the uh, yeah, the process is this: the regulation says that the the promoter, mm -hmm. who is the one that puts together a tournament, has to bring it for approval, sanctioning by Boxing South Africa. Part of what Boxing South Africa's role then becomes is to make sure that the promoter deposits money with us, mm -hmm. Boxing South Africa. The act says it must be on or before the tournament date. The regulation says 31 days or a date that we as boxing shall determine. Right. So what then happens? Our duty is to make sure that when we give that green light, the money is in the bank. Okay. If the money is not in the bank, Boxing South Africa has dropped the ball. And that is why we have had, in the case of uh, the one tournament by Mamali and another tournament by Sichuda, we have had to pay up. And take uh, uh, ownership of that debt so that we become the one that chase after the promoters. But we had to do justice and pay the boxers. Right. Those are tournaments that happened in 2015. Okay. I mean, obviously, lots of ground to cover. And, and I mean, I do foresee that, you know, we'll, we'll have you back soon. <laughs> we'll have you back soon because the, the board is in place. And, and for me, the way boards operate these days, I, I, I'm never sure who or what, or what's the mandate, what is it that they have to do. But you've got a new board in place. You can confirm that, right? Yes, there's a board appointed now in December. Yes. Uh, there were seven board members before, mm -hmm. five retained, two new. Okay. Yes. So you got a, a board of what now? It's a, it's a board of... Uh, it's, it's, remember, the Act yeah. gives the minister the power to establish the board. Sure. So the term of the board is three years. Mm -hmm. After three years, the, the minister can retain the board or bring in new members. So the two, the, the two members, the former chairperson, Dambi, is no longer part of the collective. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there was another, uh, Mr. Gilichana. So there's two new members who came in, Mr. Gilberto Martins and Ms. Lesonolo Nohetunga uh, Mirai. So it's a good thing because, I mean, they're bringing, obviously, a new set of skills, mm -hmm. passion, network. So at that level, I think we are stable. And this was one board that, for the longest time, managed to finish its term of office. Because in boxing South Africa, one other problem was high turnover. Mm. Yeah, so I think it, it, it basically just signals a little bit of stability. Okay. Now, obviously, what seven members here? Um, Dr. Ngatan is still there as the chairperson. Yes. You, you can confirm that. The board member, I think you talked about, Lishonolo Noche Tungimarai is there. Yes. Uh, board member Ms. Zandi Lekabini, you've got board member Gilberto Martins, you've got board member Advocate Mzama Kumbi, yes. board member Lutando Jack, board member Kulile Khadu. I want to come back after the break and ask you what are you expecting from this board? What is their mandate? We've, we've heard now who it consists of, but I want to know what is their mandate? It's, it's great to have a board. But we want to know what their mandate is. Hashtag NSW. All right. Uh, boxing SA CEO Tulili Jack is here with me in studio talking all things of boxing. Now, the surviving board members would have been part of a board that, I don't know if you had to rate them, if the public had to rate them, 
would have presided over misappropriation, would have presided over possibly failure. They back again. What are you expecting from them in terms of their immediate mandate now? Uh, <clears throat> no, Rob, I, th- I think uh, I honestly wouldn't attach failure to... At all? Uh, yeah, no, no, not at all. Because remember, this is a board that came 2014. Mm-hmm. And uh, one watershed moment in boxing is the 2013 boxing in Daba. Because mm-hmm. I think there was when boxing community really started saying, nah, man, we need to turn the corner here. Mm-hmm. Things are not going right. That's the first board that came thereafter. Right. So part of the biggest work they've had to do was to at least bring administrative stability because they also came in at a time when the ceo has just been fired the director of operations fired cfo so literally they were a board without administration mm-hmm. so they went beyond call of duty to stabilize the organization recruit and ensure that there's administrative stability secondly 2014 2014 that's when they okay. came mm-hmm. secondly there is a board that coincided with the period of boxing is back so when it comes to the boxing promotion mm-hmm bringing the spotlight back to the spot. I would honestly credit them that they've done that. But they obviously couldn't deal with the hard issues of boxing development, bringing back systems, bringing back operating procedures, which is now what the current era, the next three years, is going to be focused on. Mm -hmm. So I honestly think that, you know, uh, they've at least managed to stop what we could say the hemorrhage, you know, the the downward spiral Mm -hmm. that was happening. So I would credit them for that. All right. I mean, stability from 2014, it's it's 2019, but we still have the problems that you indicated as far as us still not being able to watch boxing. Because in the end, again, Tulu, you know, as well as I do, any sport, football, it's about fans. It's about yeah. the public. It's about consumption. It's about viewership. It's about the next generation of boxer. And if you're not able to see the current generation, the current mm. SA champions, the current world champions that go to our tambo, leave our shores, and go and fight internationally, then boxing might as well be an event that happens in one of these board members' garden because nobody sees them. Nobody knows. Mm. Nobody hears. No one's inspired. No, that is that is true. Uh, to be honest, Rob, if you look at the damage that has happened to boxing ever since the 2001 act sure. to date, mm. there's not really been positive growth. And there was somehow the sector just disconnected with the essentials that keep a sector going. How did the act restrict the growth? Um, you see, the, 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 the act regulated what in the past used to be outside uh, and in the commissions. The one big thing that I think was an unintended consequence of the act was that the act did away with provincial commissions. Right. Now, all of a sudden, when certain authority and responsibility in the past was centralized or was decentralized to provinces, mm-hmm. it's only now in national. What does it do? It removes your footprint at provinces. Now, you just have the Boxing South Africa existing as a regulator, mm-hmm. but not as a federation. Because it's one thing to be a regulator. Because when you are a regulator, your role is almost passive. Because it's about promoters putting together tournaments and coming to you there to say, a lot of people complied. regulating because we're not even talking in CASA. And there are further regulations that come through. So if you're regulating within a federation, imagine if it has to now come to ICASA and what ICASA has put forward. Then you, you can't even box. You, the only boxing that will happen are these boxing fight clubs where people go to keep fit and have a six pack. That's the only thing that can happen. It's this is this is like we see with Ikasa. Mm. The intention is good when you look at it, what the object are stated as, stated as. Right. But there are limitations. 
the first limitation is that if you draft the regulations you need to understand the product if you can't if you don't know it you can't manage it now we've had discussions with ikasa mm. in, and, and we explained to them that guys boxing is not necessarily configured in the same way like football which is hierarchical right safa kef uh, fifa in boxing up there you've got different world bodies that are contesting each other sure and and that's why i said i, I know you're going to come back because i want to deal with ikasa once they've exhausted the whole public aspect of it yes. so once the public is done and ikasa says time out in terms of that we bring football we bring ivan Koza here we bring you for boxing sa we bring federation so we talk openly yes and we discuss how it hurts you how it hurts football how it hurts anybody else so you're going to be coming back that part i don't have a problem with because the casa ruling is is very critical mm -hmm. let me deal with very basic things it's going to be as easy as asking the minister how many people are there with her this one has to do and 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 i and i, and I penciled it not only in my mind the financial status of boxing SA. Mm -hmm. Are you in a financially sound position right now? No, not completely. Not completely. Mm -hmm. If you look at the audit outcome of uh, the previous year, it actually categorized us as a going concern. The reason for that is because, firstly, you look at the mandate of boxing South Africa <clears throat> as outlined in the Act. Right. You look at the money that we have. It's not adequate to fulfill all those duties. That's the first part. But are you are you, are you broke? Are, are you are you bankrupt? We know we're not we're not we're not we're not bankrupt. But we've got reason to worry about our facts, our our, our finances. Right. The reason we, we we've got reason to worry is because there's money which is owed by to boxing South Africa by our licensees, which is not collected. And so when you look at guarantee to ever get it back, we, we we are starting to collect it back. But would you be guaranteed to get it fully back though? And, and not guaranteed to get it fully back. But the, they were, the intentions were two. Sure. Firstly was to ensure that that debt does not grow, mm -hmm. which we've now managed to do. Secondly was to ensure that we collect what we can collect as fast as we can. Okay. So there, are, there would be commitments that, okay, I will repay, but I will repay five rand over 10 years, as an example. Mm -hmm. it's, you're not getting the money within the time that you want, no. but we, we are starting to collect. So that is the one worry that we have. But over and above that, there's other things that we are also working on uh, to try and increase our budget baseline. So probably if we talk in a month's time, mm -hmm. I will give you a sense of some of the breakthroughs that are coming. But oh, that's 100%. the one thing that we've been working uh, on. I mean, the one thing in 2019 that I said to the team is that I want to see more of you here. Yes. And I want you to be accountable to a very hungry audience that is out there who make it very tough for us yes. not to be able to bring you here. So today... We're just laying the foundation, but I also want to highlight some of the issues. So let me be frank. You know, Pizzula, I've known you for many years, <laughs> and I want to be very honest. So you, you, you're saying you're not in a very strong financial situation. So we've, we must be honest with that. Are there any prospects of sponsors? Okay, let me rephrase that. Do you even have a sponsor? We do not have a sponsor as Box in South Africa. Mm -hmm. So no sponsor? No sponsor. But there are... There's things that, Rob, I must call the macro issues. Right. Remember, unlike other sporting codes, the boxing activity where the competition happens is the preserve of the promoter. Right. So when I sit with you now and say, Rob, uh, I need sponsorship from you, I can't promise you that at a tournament venue, 
I can give you this type of inventory. Sure. It means there are structural discussions that we must sort out with the promoters. Mm-hmm. So it's not only about getting into the market and getting. So for programs that we deliver directly, like your boxing hours, you will get sponsorship because you control the entire inventory. So the sponsorship that we get in boxing is through the promoters. Because the promoters put together the fights. So, that's so you, there's a that's lot of... you can't even classify yeah, the sponsorship. Yes. Th- yeah. There's a lot of disfragmentation that we need to sort out. And that is the reason we are talking to promoters about a revenue generation strategy. is so that we can put our inventory together, pull it together, and uh, optimize in our engagement. The sponsors. What do you think is keeping sponsors away? Um, you would have sat back and you'd have scratched your head. Earlier on, I mentioned to you, I said I miss the days on a Sunday. After Latum, I'm able to watch blow by blow and i remember blow by blow had sponsors coming out of their ears you know they, they would be for example paul brand sponsoring the ropes mm. the canvas would be one of the ciders crossbow mm. um uh, yeah like all corners of that ring had a sponsor they didn't even know where to put the additional sponsors mm. that is how inundated with sponsorship they were now hence the question that i'm asking is that what in your assessment maybe research maybe thumbsack do you believe is keeping primarily those sponsors that occupied prime time television viewing and dare i say i remember the ars the audience ratings for boxing they were ridiculous because it was it was latuma it was blow by blow and then came through Coral Music, mm, mm, you know. So that yeah. was a Sunday made for a typical South African family who loved their Sundays at home. It was done. Game over. And sponsors saw that opportunity. What do you think is stopping them from coming on board? It's more than one thing. It's a multiplicity. So let me just ahead. one, two, Go three. On. The first one is, is, the black, is the broadcast blackout. Right. Because there's then no value for sponsors. Uh, and then when the broadcast came it becomes the slot mm-hmm. that we got very late yeah. secondly when we make peace with the late slot and it's a friday it's a friday no one's there the yeah. inconsistency yes one day it's happening next day it's not it, it, it has an impact on viewership mm-hmm. so that's on the broadcaster side internally mm-hmm. ourselves i think ourselves as boxers at some point we removed the food of the pedal our centrality wasn't felt. Mm-hmm. And then once the center doesn't hold, the system, it collapses. The quality of bouts, because no one is holding promoters accountable. Right. If you look now, Rob, to deliver a national, a South African boxing national title, mm-hmm. a promoter will spend, its example, mm-hmm. less than 5,000 rands. To deliver a regional title, mm-hmm. he will spend 55,000 rands. Okay. What does it mean we developed our domestic product? Secondly, who become the biggest casualties? The boxer and the ring official. Yeah. The boxer's pairs hasn't been negotiated and increased. I'm talking the, the baselines. Mm-hmm. What, what somewhere else they call minimum wage. Hasn't been negotiated in more than a decade. Mm-hmm. So these little things... They, they, they knock the system on different levels, but collectively, when you look at the impact, yeah. it becomes like a housing crisis. So when a sponsor wants to put his money, he wants assurances that, Mr. CEO, you say you want me to sponsor you. Are you sure you can control one, two, three, four, five? Are you sure you can guarantee me? 
of these deliverables. So if I can't give that guarantee, he might as well talk to my promoter and disregard me. And that is, those are the things that we got to fix. They are very tough conversations. So yesterday in that meeting with promoters, it was heated. But it had to happen because if we are going to fix, if we are going to fix boxing, we must pull our inventory together. We must have bankability so that everybody that identifies with us knows that if i put it it will happen and then of course then there become other things boxers don't get frequent activity Mm -hmm. if they don't become frequent activity their athleticism is not where it's supposed to be because you want when you watch that fight it must it it must give you goosebumps but if you watch a fight and it's not it's not up to the standard so quite honestly by my own admission those are some of the challenges that i believe that have done us a disservice i see you are you willing to take up the challenge to bring boxing back to its lofty heights i will rob it's not going to be an overnight thing i must be frank but can can i get permission at 22 minutes to eight with you that can i be tough with you as the ceo from here moving forward can i hold you accountable can you give me the permission to do that openly in this platform because you know why I, I worry about boxing i worry about boxing in south africa that it's going to get to a stage where it is irrelevant it's going to get to a stage where it does not matter mm-hmm. the only boxing you're going to see are these little social media clips of people fighting in bars and pubs mm-hmm. and knocking each other with empty bottles of beer that's mm-hmm. the only form of boxing you'll see i am asking although i don't have to for permission from you mr ceo that I hold you accountable. So that in the end, I don't care whether you'll hate Robert, but hopefully boxing will thrive and I'll be a happy person. Do I get that permission? Yes. Okay. All right. Let me, let, let me take two quick voice notes. Let's hear what the public's saying. Well, Rob, um, I'm trying my best not to be seen to be urinating uh, to this conversation about boxing with my unpopular views. But suffice to say that um, the reality is that boxing in South Africa is one of the badly managed sport. All the sporting codes in South Africa have professionalized over the years. The sad thing in South Africa is that boxing is the only sporting code, very honestly speaking, that has to carry its acts together. The only request I would make to the board is that make boxing professional. Make your best effort to professionalize the sport because it's regressively managed. It's one of the highly badly governed sport in the country. And funny enough, it's a kind of sport that supports the poorest people by far. For me, the only thing that will satisfy everyone in terms of what the board ought to do is just to professionalize the sport. That's it. Hi, Rob. It's Yanda in Cape Town. Um, I think, Rob, we just need to be careful. You know, I think it's been years now. Every board that comes within Boxing SA promises to sort out governance. They promise all these nice plans about sorting out governance. But at the back of our mind, we must not forget the business of boxing is boxing. It is not governance. So we mustn't allow people to put a veil on our face to think that when they are sorting governance, they are sorting boxing. They are not. They are sorting up a mess that has been created by administrators of the sport.
The issue for me is that what about the business of boxing? How are we developing raw talent? What is the plan to develop raw talent? What is the plan to manage amateur boxing well so that it produces the kind of champions that we want? Those are the issues in my view that we must be focusing on. Otherwise, I'm getting tired of hearing this story about us fixing governance all the time, fixing you know, the corporate management issues as important as they are, but they are not the core function of the, of the game of boxing. Mr. CEO, I think you get a gist of why it's important for this conversation to happen. Yes, yes. Any response to anything that was said by those two voice notes? No, I think, uh, check, the the issue about professionalism, I think it sums up what I've also been speaking to, that it's a reality, that's that's where we are. Uh, The importance of governance and the relationship between governance, development, governance and promotion, boxing promotion, you can't take that away, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And it would be dishonest to create an impression to South Africa there that the governance issues of boxing are strong enough at this point for us to start making lofty promises that boxing development is going to be thriving in the next couple of months. We need to be honest about where we are. Mm -hmm. We need to be honest that what we are sorting out now for more than I was I was just giving you an example about training, for example, yeah. training our practitioners. If I am to confidently say that I've got trainers in my corners who can do the job, yeah. I need to be sure that I've been training them. But if we've gone for more than decades without training our ring officials, our trainers, I must start there but as the who, current CEO. But do you know who else you need to train? Do you know who else you need to have? Yes. And that is why I'm saying that the next appointment we having, and we are going to have gloves sponsored by somebody. They'll be here. No, I'm serious. The next people that you, I need you to train or to ask why you don't have are doctors that are able to test the boxes. Because, you know what the funny thing is? And, that, and that's the beauty mm. about having a scorpion. Yes. Is that they will tell you that if I am going to be having a fight with you, Tzulu, mm-hmm. I can I can somehow dodge my medical and ask Tabo who's here to go test on my behalf and then I present Tabo's medical report as if it's mine and then I go ahead with the fight and you know the dangers of that right and that is why we've now established the chief medical officer we didn't have that drop okay only a year ago we've made sure that we have a medical commission because and for example also on anti-doping I'm sure you've now started to pick up how many boxers are being caught out yeah, yeah, yeah. because we have had so these are all systemic things that you must pull back together and bring to the but sport they, so they are, they are serious they are quite serious i agree with you and and i'm saying the reason uh, uh, i love that you are mentioning it is because mm. it speaks to the uh, the importance of what we have done to bring back the medical commission so that you've got an integrated medical network supporting boxing can, can i leave on a very controversial note Yebu. you're the ceo right yes sir Previously, it was? Previously, it was uh, the, the last substantive CEO, Mr. Kriti. You know the outcome of, yes. his, of his case? Yes, I know. With it. his CCMA? Yes. He won his case? At CCMA, yes. So where does that leave him? Because he won his case, and his case would have been won on unfair dismissal. Yes, he the the CCMA's award says unfair and unlawful dismissal. Mm-hmm. The process is at Labour Court now okay. for review. So 
it it then means that uh, he needs to uh, at it, when when it is at labor court, that is where it is. I don't want to get into the matter. Does it affect off. you though? Does it affect you and your position? Because if it's unfair, unlawful dismissal, then it means you are unlawfully <laughs> and illegally in a CEO position that should be occupied by Clit. Well, you know, Rob, of the thousand headaches I have, fortunately, that's the headache for the bot. Uh, so I can't really but speak does it much. But worry you because I, I want to have conversations about boxing. <laughs> yeah. I don't have somebody else <laughs> sitting here the next time when I come through. No, no, no. If, if uh, You know, the good thing is that part of the bo- the communications that the bot has also issued out, yeah. uh, the certainty and stability with regard to who is in charge okay. of the organization, the processes, for example, he lost the case internally. Yes. The CCMA found in his favor is now at Labor Court. So let's see what the Labor Court will, will do. But in the meantime, while he's at Labor Court, most definitely okay. there's no confusion. So I, I need you to come back. No, that definitely. There's, there's a lot on our plate. And you could tell from the voice notes this is a serious issue. So, as always, on thank you so much. Thanks a lot for having me, Rob. Thank you very much indeed. You know what? They call it sod turning. This is exactly what you've done tonight. We need to highlight, guys, how, I don't know, I miss boxing in this country. And I think that is the one thing that we don't quite understand about the seriousness of all of this. Now, Boxing SA, as you've heard, latest sporting federation to express its reservations about the draft of the proposed sports broadcasting regulations uh, by ICASA. Uh, Minister of Sport Tourism Atlanta says that they are looking at helping the federations as they continue to make their submissions. Looking at the population of professional boxing, if the proposal from ICASA goes ahead, it is going to, to, to disable us because the issue of exclusivity is what makes uh, the broadcaster buy the, the, the rights from the promoters for them to be able to pay them the money they want so that uh, it's a business, it's that type of business because you have a promoter who has a tournament, he put up a bill and then he goes to the to the broadcaster and say here is my bill and then this is how much I would love for you to to buy or the, pro, the broadcaster goes to the sale I see you have a tournament, we'd like to buy the rights for this tournament now that's on its own is the exclusivity and and then it, they can come to the financial arrangements which is a premium to them now if you say there cannot be any exclusivity there is no uh, a promote there is no broadcaster yeah. who'll pay premium for a boxing tournament if any other b- broadcaster can tap into it looking at the population of professional boxing if the proposal from ICASA goes ahead it is going to to, to disable us because the issue of exclusivity is what makes uh, the broadcaster buy the, the the rights from the promoters for them to be able to pay them the money they want so that uh, it's a business it's that type of business because you have a promoter who has a tournament he put up a bill and then he goes to the to the broadcaster and say here is my bill and um, this is how much i would love for you to to buy or the, pro, the broadcaster goes to the sale i see you have a tournament we'd like to buy the rights for this tournament now that's on its own is the exclusivity and and then it, they can come to the financial arrangements which is a premium to them now if you say there cannot be any exclusivity there is no uh, a promote there is no broadcaster who'll pay premium for a boxing tournament if any other b- broadcaster can tap into it 
I hear you and I appreciate what you're saying because uh, as a board we cannot make we, we've made that decision because we are leading the sport but uh, we that's why we're having this meeting with our licensee licensees and and from from their input we'll be able to to say yes go because invariably we have not had the opportunity to to go and present to ICASA we're waiting for uh, for them to, because there's a deadline to eat so before the deadline has uh, is reached we wanted to uh, uh, canvas as much information from our licenses as possible including uh, some of the the stakeholders uh, like a uh, government like uh, because books in south africa is an act of parliament in existence so we cannot do anything in, to the exclusion of what the minister our discussion with the ministry and the and the department of of sport mm -hmm. so from what i understand because when we engage the minister on this um so you are going to have like you're saying this uniformed submission uh, as boxing yes uh, to say uh, this is how this is how boxing uh, because what I gathered also from Mikasa is that they don't necessarily understand how boxing um, runs. specific federations are running their broadcast program. So you feel positive that after you've made your submission, um, things will be different in the final draft. I, I, I'm actually positive because looking looking at the uh, at the Ikasa uh, uh, um, proposal, it looks like whatever was written. Or whoever was reading does not have the same the understanding of how professional boxing runs, as compared to the other sport. Yes, they can have maybe a but maybe a, even other the sports because other yes. sports are complaining. Yes. So maybe, um, let's say they didn't have a full understanding of how the sporting environment is running. Because if you if you check uh, if 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 you, let's take soccer, soccer has got a a a safa, has got a kef. It's got FIFA. In boxing, you don't have that. You have uh, the region, um, the provincial, uh, the provincial. You have national titles. You have uh, 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 regional titles. Then you have African titles. I mean, the the, the, the whole Africa, and you have international and world bodies, which are run by separate world organizations. So, so, so they, 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 they. they the issues within it are quite varied in terms of how at the end of the day you see a tournament happening in the ring so i, I think the opportunity will come around where we will be able to um to 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 educate whoever will be making the final decisions on the castle the regulator is right firstly to say what the regulator wants to do is to make sure that the rest of South Africa also has the advantage of watching sport. That's, I th that's the aim. Mm -hmm. Now, the question is the how part. Now, you come into the issue of date. All other broadcast companies have dates to say, on such dates, we like to have boxing and things. And then the question is, who do they put on those dates? The problem that happened with SABC is it kept on changing its, its, its way of doing things. In the past, in the olden days, if you say, the dates used to come to the board, out to boxing, to say, we have these dates, distribute them to your licenses. And then they get distributed, whichever method is used, either by, 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 by the 
because you, you remember in the past when the days were given to to the to the board or to be to boxing authority we used to see boxing in all provinces because we could decide now this date must go for the free state this date must go for the northwest mm-hmm. this date must go mm-hmm. for the and it, there was like an equitable distribution of, of, of things now when sabc changed to say we'll deal directly with the promoters and as part of it they say promoters must must have a, 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 a it's like a tender they must present to to us and then we give them the dates it was decided by SABC. We opposed it a lot and things, but ultimately they went ahead with it. Mm-hmm. And it ended up with the situation where you say there, there seems to be monopoly on certain situations where others will not get at, at, at all and others will get. And other provinces, that's why we are in the situation where we have, where other provinces are actually dry, where we never see any boxing mm-hmm. at all. And we like to get to the situation where we, we have to open up the, the airwaves for everyone to be able. Because we used to have promoters in Northern Cape. We used to have promoters in Western Cape. We used to have promoters in, 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 in uh, uh, um, Mpumalanga. We used to have in Limpopo. And they were, and they were doing. And, and, and we didn't have boxers migrating from... Because this has affected the, the provinces. Where? Because the concentration is now halting and the... Eastern Cape. Mm-hmm. Boxers migrate from Limpopo to Houting, from uh, Western Cape, Northern Cape to Eastern Cape, and and, 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 and and it leaves those other places dry. Most of them have been given up to the 15th of March, which is uh, an extension of the period where they are supposed to make their submissions. You know, it's, it's kind of a second round of submissions uh, from the earlier rounds that they had. Of course, yes, as the, the, the Minister of Sport to final say. But um, I think uh, this uh, opportunity has given us that they have the extension that uh, we're saying to them, share with us uh, so that we also understand what the issues you're dealing with so that we can also see in our own submission because we have to make submission when they are making their consultations both with me and the Minister of Communication. Uh, if I may cite uh, the football one, by saying to them, let not suffer have a different one from that of PSL. Find a common ground and then in that way it will be a position of football. It will assist us so much even in our own submission to understand the issues and all of that so that we can uh, in turn incorporate into our submission. So, 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 so in, in, in that uh, way it is, it is making them to begin to also uh, have their own interaction. So we hope they do that before uh, the deadline of the 15th that they have been given and from there ICASA out of a, a compilation of all the submissions they will be able to say this is what we've come out with uh, in consulting uh, uh, the Minister of Sport and then we'll be able to have our final uh, uh, submission. It's Live across South Africa.